time to Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. This is a Neighbite. It's just a little mini episode, just to give you a little snack, you know, to keep you going until the next main podcast, which will be next weekend, which will be the grand final of the AFLW football competition. And there's football-related things in store for Yashvi, so we're going to be covering all of that. My name is Vaya. I have CJ here. Hello. I was going to say, on scale of neighbours, Yashvi is probably going to be playing in that game. Like <laughs> on how, how how quickly people are able to achieve their dreams on that show. Yeah, she had one good kick. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> She'll probably be doing work experience and then getting the water bottles and then runs onto the field to take yeah. a mark or something. Yeah, and the coach will be like, "I need that girl on my team." <laughs> We are in the PirateNet studios. We're going to talk this week about one of the major plot points that has happened involving one Isabel Hoyland. Mm-hmm. Neighbours Council business before we jump in. Neighbours is now on Spotify. Hello, stream us. <laughs> yeah, so when you're at your office or at your job. Don't work. No, just pop Spotify on, type in Neighbours, we will be there. So there's yet another platform to enjoy us on. Lovely. I know the kids use the Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I mean, I download it every now and then and then I just, yeah. I hear the Wiggles are on there too, so maybe I should. <laughs> For your son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a Wiggle. Now, okay, some major developments have happened with the Izzy Hoyland storyline and CJ, you predicted I did successfully that she was going to be after Carl Kennedy's jizz. To, yes. She wanted to conceive Jizzy Hoyland. Yes, I never said that. that Jizzy Hoyland was, I think... Almost like a, a child of yours and Kate's. Like I actually listened to the last episode of Neighbours on the Way Here and that was the best name I've ever heard, <laughs> ever. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I, am I, I'm having trouble remembering Izzy this mean. I think she's exactly the same amount of mean. I do remember her yeah. like this. I think she's slipped right back into this role okay. effortlessly. I don't remember... Her plans being so full of holes. Okay, yep. I remember right. she used to play the long game a bit better. Mm-hmm. But I think now she just doesn't have time for that. Yeah, well, she's only on for three weeks, I think. So <laughs> she's, she's got to get it done. Yeah. And she did have the best line ever about Mark. You really are cute, aren't you? But apart from that, there's not much else to you, though. Is there? I actually watched Two Weeks of Neighbours last night. I watched a week today. It's really hard to do. It is really hard to do. But I want to point out that we're not talking about this, so I don't have to. But the storyline of the British kid with the back scars lurking around Amy's work site is so boring. Really boring. That about three days into last week, I fast forwarded all of those scenes. and thought, I don't even want to know. It's really boring. He just frowns at everyone. However, this past week, he he was in one of the best scenes of Neighbours history. I will say, I press play for that. <laughs> he and his his seduction scene with David, yeah, where they were kissing on the balcony and then they were in the bedroom about to get down to business and then he showed David his scars. Oh, that was and he and he grabbed great. his hand. I thought he was going to do a hand push, but he yeah. but he did the hand push to his scars. Yeah, which was a little bit more romantic, I yes. guess. <laughs> I thought that was saucy and great. Yeah, and it was saucy. Well yeah. done, Neighbours. Home and Away is like all patting themselves on the back because they're going to have a gay character for the first time in a thousand years. Is it a girl that's going to kiss another girl on the beach? I don't know. And then go, Probably. oh, wait, no. Oh, I really like boys. Yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> we know Neighbours is like. Yeah. We've got like almost gay sex scenes. Yeah. Home run. And, first, um, second, third, fourth base and, home run. And Amy's having solo scenes on the couch yes! a few weeks ago. So catch up, Home and Away. <laughs> 
Now, let's pause to hear some words from friend of the show, Sarah, on Twitter, Sarah C.P. Jones. She works in a medical setting. Mm -hmm. She has some opinions on how Jizzy, how Izzy decided to steal the Jizzy (laughs) so she could get busy. (laughs) Here we go. Hi, neighbours. It's Sarah. So I just wanted to have a little bit of a rant about Izzy Hoyland's spunk stealing. Um, So... First of all, that hospital is in a lot of trouble. You can't label clinical trial participants with their actual name. It's ridiculous. Um, secondly, you can't leave these things, this biological sample, just unlocked in a room. And then even if you're going to let someone into an unlocked room, which you shouldn't have, young member of staff, then you can't just let them in there to have a rummage. It's ridiculous. Thirdly, they seem to just be in a regular fridge. And at the very least, those sperm samples are going to need to be in a minus 70 fridge, freezer even. So when Izzy shoves it down the top, she's going to get a nasty skin burn. And it's been down there all day. I wouldn't like to think about what's happened. Um, Also, in the interest of science, I just read a paper um, that said that actually the sperm samples are probably going to have been stored in liquid nitrogen, which is what I would have expected anyway, um, because their motility is much affected um, much more affected in a minus 70 freezer than they are uh, minus almost 200 degrees. So what that research com- company are doing, I don't know. Plus, presumably, they've taken these samples, they've frozen them, they've done the tests, they're now lingering in a fridge for God knows what reason. Them sperms are dead. So, like, they've been defrosted, refrosted, shoved down a top for a bit. Like, she's just emptying some old jizz into her if she's going to do this. Um... Izzy Hoyland, I respect your flashing of the cash, but this is going too far and it's just disgusting. Um, I would have kicked Carl in the nuts, Susan. Why are you putting up with this? Anyway, those are my thoughts on Spunk. So, of course, Izzy steals Carl Kennedy's very neatly labelled sperm sample yep. from the fridge like she was going to the corner shop to get an ice cream. Well... I mean, look, I don't work in a medical center and obviously Sarah's information is really, like, informational. Um, <laughs> mine was just like, no, that's that can't be right. It's like a bit of masking tape on a test tube. Oh, my God. And did you know Shane Rebecca's sample was in there? <laughs> when did they take this sample? And pe- Sex Pest Wayne's sample. That's right, it? Wayne's. Who knew that he could do He probably had a cry after. <laughs> But um, I'm wondering though, like when did they do this? Because this would have been an excellent story time, a storyline. All the men going down, like or imagine all the innuendo, terrible jokes they could have done. And poor Zancan's doing, gonna do work experience in the hospital. Oh man! And Susan would have put on her nurse outfit, uh, gone down and helped him out. <laughs> that could have been confusing because he may, maybe was trying to not picture Izzy. So she is so desperate. To have another Holly, first one she didn't even pay attention to, um, that she has stolen the masking tape sperm. Mm. The, the Fro- frozen yogurt popsicle. Yeah. Ooh. And kept in her top. Beautiful dress, I might say. She had, Lovely. I mean, the wardrobe's been impeccable. Yeah, it really has been. And, of course, her daughter finds it. She's yeah. keeping it in the hotel bathroom. I love Holly's accent too, particularly when she has a drink. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Holly's been great fun. I, I haven't even – hasn't even bothered me that much that they've rapid-aged her, sourced her into like a 15-year-old girl because yeah. she's meant to be 11. But she's – yeah, she's underage drinking everywhere, calling Ben her nephew because he is. Yeah. She's like, come and have a drink with Auntie Holly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love her sass and she, she's acting out because her mum's, you know, stolen her dad's 
sperm. Like gross even having to deal with that image mentally. I can't – so it's Susan's birthday. <sighs> Izzy's run around with the sperm between her breasts like it's a terrible porn movie and then she, I assume, has a ceremony later on and gets the turkey baster out. Yeah, it was – well, it was a few days ago now, yeah. the – the impregnation a, a week ago yeah i think because they're, they're saying the pregnancy tests can be used after a week yeah so the you know time's fluid yeah on ramsey street so she's t- t- performed the medical procedure on herself yeah. and then with old sperm yeah yuck room temperature and then she's putting a cushion up her top going i've got a baby <laughs> super weird <laughs> She's at Susan's surprise birthday party. It must be a milestone birthday because why else would you have a party? I think just because her husband's shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, if we had a friend whose husband was shit and they were turning 20, 36. Yeah. I Well, I had a birthday party recently. I was 36. And your you husband came. did organise it. And he it. did. And you came. Yeah. So I was so shocked that he organised it, though. I, I thought our friend – I thought the message was from our friend. I thought, oh, she's it, been really proactive. Oh, no, it's it's from your husband. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, no, he did. He did organise it, although I do believe Chris, my friend of the show, yeah. maybe pushed it on a bit. Yeah. Um, she helped with the logistics. But, but anyway, he's not shit. But if we had a friend who had a Carl yep. Kennedy, we 100% would go down to the pub. Yeah. Yeah, someone would get a cake. That cake looked really um, weird. Yeah, and Ellie ordered the finger food. By the way, loving how Ellie has become their teenage daughter. Yes. Yeah. How did that happen? She's really settled into their house long term, hasn't she? Yeah. She's got no interest in going over. Maybe she'll go over to Robinson Heights and get her own place finally. She needs to. At least, look, I feel like she's the kind of person that will go and just find a boyfriend that lives there Mm. and just move in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she needs to do. Uh, So they find this uh, pregnancy test because... All the the bags. Izzy knocked over all the handbags and no one had zips. Everyone had just clasp fastenings yeah and i tell you what when i've got a positive pregnancy test in my bag i don't even zip it up (laughs) i love how i was in the pharmacy brown bag too yeah she just yeah she it's portable she's just gonna carry that around until she has the right time to tell her boyfriend so ellie takes it upon herself she finds she needs to eliminate Mm. the possible mother because she thinks it could be easy yeah, and she needs to let Carl and Susan know that maybe they're talking about a baby. Hashtag fetus. Yeah. Um, not even fetus, cells. Yeah. It's like there are still all choices available to all parties if this is an unwanted and stolen. Yeah. It's it's kind of rapey. It's awful. And actually, I think I've seen an SVU case. I think I have. Where someone stole the specimen and... Um, yeah, they got prosec- uh, prosecuted for theft or something. It was, yeah. but but the Erinsborough law is not up to date. There's no precedent. You know what, Toadie? How about the Kennedys set a precedent? You know what, Daryl Kennett Kerrigan was able to go to the High Court because it was Marbo was the vibe. <laughs> I feel like Toadie can take Jizzy yeah. all the way to the High Court. Set a precedent. Mm. But just because there isn't one, that doesn't mean you can't create one. It's like, there's no legislature. Well, make some. Yeah. But to be fair, he's not that kind of lawyer. Nah, he's working from home. <laughs> he's doing wills and, you know, like people buying houses. And the occasional murder trial. Yeah. Every, every now, now and, and then. When someone does on the street. So Ellie mismarples it all around the, the street. Because usually we have Mish Marple. Yeah. But obviously... She's tied up in this, so she can't investigate. She can't. 
But I mean, how rude. Like How invasive. She goes and asks everyone, like face to face. Everyone. Can you just tell me if that one night stand you had resulted in a pregnancy? Like, I don't care that you haven't dealt with it yet. I have to look at this situation. How dare you, Ellie and Aaron. This hmm. is not the Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah. Get your mitts off of someone else's pregnancy test. Who told her to put it in the bin? Amishti. She's like, why don't you just put it in the bin? It's not yours. <laughs> uh, so it is Mishti's, mm. we find out. Um, and we also find out that Mishti's 23. Yeah. I did not think she was that young. God, what? how young for having been a police officer, taken time off and then gone back? Yeah, like, yeah, taken bereavement leave, like had met a fiancé. She got engaged at what, like 20? Yeah. That's crazy. She's lived some she lives lives. in the country. She's had some experience. I think she did. Yeah, I think she lived in the country. Things move quick in the country She's sometimes. She's seen some stuff. Yeah. Oh. And now 23, knocked up. Yeah. A minute into it. I'd like to say a word. Yeah. That no one has said. Please. Abortion. Yes. Um, on The View sometimes, Whoopi says, don't tweet me, I don't care what you think. Don't tweet me, I don't care what you yeah, think. Yeah, don't at me. Don't at me. But I don't, I'm a parent. I think children are great. But clearly this is one of the situations that they might need to have this conversation. Yeah. And instead of doing that, they're not. And I don't have children. Also think they're great. Also, at this very early stage, it's not as frightening as abortion in air quotes. Yeah, isn't there it's a pill? a pill. Yeah. It's a pill. She's not even like three weeks or whatever. It's, there's nothing, it's fine. Everyone can sort out what they need to do. Clearly, she's a police officer. She's got her career to think about. Paige is like, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. I've got, I'm reading my magazines in the waterhole. Yeah, I've got five minutes, she said. Five minutes to myself. Remember when she went to uni? Yeah. She had more minutes. <laughs> yeah, there are options. Leo, neither of them's thrilled. And then no. Mishti's acting like, oh, he'll have a dodgy grandfather. No. Paul's a lion. He protects his pack. Mm. And the When sh- he knows that they're his children, yeah. he does. And the Sharma Rebecca's can calm down with their champagne breakfast in celebration. <laughs> no, but they were they were celebrating the theatre group. <laughs> but also, Which how's how's thirteen year old Kersha being the voice of reason here? Going, we well, we can't announce anything until twelve weeks. Oh, she's great. She she's the only person that's like this is personal information. We can't just celebrate it at this early stage. She's quite um like evolved as a human. She's so great. I've been so impressed with her maturity in the face of adversity and taking on sign language and all these challenges and overcoming them and well done Kersha. And this week she thinks Jim is going to tell her that he loves her. Mm. And she stops him and says, "Look, no, I don't feel." And he's like, "Oh no, I'm talking about Poppy, Poppy. I was really proud of them. Going, it's a great. We're thing. friends. I because yeah. f- I feel like if I was thirteen and a boy said they I thought like, a boy, he was going to like me and I didn't like him, I'd be like, well, you know what? I like beggars you. can't be choosers. Yeah, you would have crossed out whoever's name's written on your books, written his name yep. in. That's what I would have done. <laughs> she had the maturity to go. Maybe this is not for me. Mm. Let's preserve our friendship. Well yeah. done, Kershi. Yeah. Plus, like I'm in a really big stage right now. I don't need to think about you. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I've, got, I've got doctor's appointments. Yeah. Like, I don't care about your problems. I've got to go. Oh, those kids are yeah. great. She's, she's quite evolved. So she knows what you should do. Stop sending Jimmy off to footy camp. Keep him here. Give him some storylines. Oh, God. Remember when he went up to that girl? Poppy. Oh. And she's she got had, a tennis racket. She's she got had a lot on. <laughs> she's in like four sporting teams. Oh, yeah. And she reads. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. 
Um, so obviously they're going to end up together. They'll probably get pregnant when they're 12. Yeah. yeah. She looked 17. Yeah. Poppy looked like she was in year 11. <laughs> Jimmy, like, you know, in his favour, he's definitely sprouted up yeah. in the last year. He's much taller and more adolescent, I guess. But I don't know how old he is. Is he still in year seven? They're both in year eight now. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, try not to get pregnant, kids. Yeah, just try. Yeah. And if you do, there are options. Yeah, and you can say words. Talk to your GP. Not Carl. Get a new GP. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the chemist. I'm sure the pharmacist will love to have a chat with you if you need to. Get some protection yeah. at the start. But see, what I did, one thing I did enjoy is that there was a lot of contraception chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellie had been on the pill. Um, Mishti had mentioned she was working a lot of double shifts and it's hard to keep track. 100%. Very important public service announcement. Like I think that was very responsible for them to well, say. Like I don't work double shifts and the reason I don't take the pill is because it's hard for me to keep track if I live a normal life. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, it's not always 100% guaranteed and you've sometimes you've got to double up on this sort of stuff. And Nat, but, uh, Madeline West. Yes. Remember one of her things is that she was unwell. Yeah. So in her book, she talks about how she had, I think, Implanon. Like she yeah. had the yeah, um, I had that yeah, the long term contraceptive, and it didn't work. It reacted with her body, and six kids later, she's like, you know what? I don't think is working. <laughs> the contraception yeah. I picked. <laughs> I've seen a bit of chatter online, but I'm just not invested in the Mishti Leo romance. No, I mean I'm tipping she'll miscarry early. Me too. Yeah. Um, so it's not a problem. Because statistically that is common. Yeah. It is common but also it's quite common on neighbours. Yeah. Because they can't have the abortion so they have to either kill you. Mm. Remember like uh, Todd and um, whatever, a- a.k.a. the 80s. Yeah, Hope got leaves. That's Parents, it. yeah. Um, so they either need to kill you or um, poor old um, Sky's father, the Sky's baby daddy, didn't he die? Stingray. Oh, no. I think there were some questions about whether it was Stingray or Dylan. Yeah, we never knew. But Stingray (laughs) gave his blood, his bone marrow or something. Anyway, look, I don't know. Um, But they can't have an abortion. No. So anything but. Yeah. Um, So I think miscarry early. Although I'm not going to discount them, neighbours, because as as was demonstrated with that beautiful David and Raphael scene, Mm -hmm. they can push the boundaries when they want to, when they apply themselves. And maybe this is the time for David to sit down with Mishti and say, there are some medications I can prescribe. Yes. That means this is no longer a um, a life obstacle for you. If it's if you feel, you, as parents, you cannot care for a child at this point in your life. Yes. Um, so I'm going to still hold out hope. Okay. Well, I, I hold the hope, but also I don't know how um, her sister's going to react if she does that. Well, what a great... Story point. Yeah. Conflict be. between the sisters. Yeah, because she was already, like, so happy. And look, I, if I was her sister, I'd probably be happy for her too mm. a little bit because she does seem like a capable woman. But it was nice that she took five minutes to go, are you coping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did. And then said, like, I was crazy when I got pregnant first and, um, you know, did three tests because I was really hoping they were wrong because that is such a normal reaction. And don't let us forget the fact that there was this mysterious third Sharma Rebecca child that we haven't seen yet. Of course. Jay. Soccer camp? Possibly. So, yeah. Maybe he's coaching at Jimmy's footy camp. Maybe. But we, as far as we were aware, he was older than Yashvi. But now maybe Yashvi's the oldest. Maybe they've forgotten about him and we never have to deal with him because I'm sick of the boarding school kid, forgotten kid Me too, trope. They never talk about the kid. Like, how inappropriate. 
Can you imagine, like, if you went on exchange and your family just forgot about you and left you there? They put your memories in a jar. Yeah. Because I there's a YouTube, uh, some YouTube bloggers I follow and their 14-year-old is in England in horse riding camp and she's flies back all the time. Yeah. She's back for Christmas. She's back for someone's birthday. Mm. She's back for summer vacation, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just Christmas and there was no Jay. I mean, it's sad. And he's only in Sydney. It's like a 45-minute flight. You could see him twice in a day if you wanted to. Yeah. Like, I, I know people that work in Sydney and fly there. Yeah. So, so back to Jizzy. Yeah, Jizzy took us on a uh, mishti tangent. Cause, so, we're back to Jizzy. Now, I'm surprised that the Kennedys haven't retaliated by trying to seize custody of Holly. Well, sort of, Carl suggests let's take Holly home when she's drunk mm. because she needs to be with us, basically, is what he's saying. And Susan's like, no, you need to go and show Izzy what kind of mess she's made. Um, pretty exciting scene that yeah, was. What's Izzy's solution with Holly acting out? She puts her in a nice bed. She's going to get room service and take her shopping tomorrow. What a great mum. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound lovely, so actually. Lovely. Yeah, it sounds like it. Could I be Izzy's daughter? I mean, when I'm hungover, I don't necessarily want to immediately shop. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I mean, but they'd probably have brunch first. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a great day. It does. <laughs> um, and you know what? Like... Imagine if Izzy was your mum. The shopping experiences would be lovely. Oh. You know, like she'd take you to great stores. Yeah. She'd know exactly what your colour palette was. There'd be a personal shopper there waiting to ring it all up for exactly. you. Exactly. There'd be no worry about whether it's going to go through on the card mm-hmm. because mum's got millions. Oh. Um, but but which you liked the scene where Carl's tearing strips off Izzy in the hallway and Susan's eating the popcorn enjoying the show. Yes. I did because um, Susan has been begging him to stand up for her and for Holly. He's been a snivelling idiot. He's been terrible. Also, she's 15. Like, she's not 11. She... Oh, she is. She is 11. <laughs> she just likes to hang out with adults. But there is absolutely no reason why you can't put your foot down and go, please don't steal my sperm. This is not appropriate. And I'm calling the cops and I'm calling child protection services because what's happening here? Yeah. Imagine the kind of alimony Carl could get from her. I can't believe he hasn't thought of that. I'm surprised that they haven't gone. Actually, if you are pregnant, we're going to go to court and we'll have the child, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's a great idea. Mm. Susan can raise another child Mm. and then they can leave her when they're 18, go and live in another state, never call her again. So another dark day for Erinsborough Hospital. I hope that that young nurse lost their job yesterday yeah me too just letting someone in to the staff fridge and like how do you even know that she is the main major donor no like she could be anyone she didn't walk in with money bags and gold bars (laughs) and like a monocle and a mink coat (laughs) and like uh, prance in like a like a proper robber (laughs) so we end the week with more izzy drama because some strange woman comes to toadie oh yes to say i want to talk to you about isabel hoyland Sidebar, I'm enjoying the fact that Carl always calls her Izzy and Susan always calls her Isabel. Yeah, and I love that she says, Isabel. <laughs> like she's talking to one of, her, one of her year nines. And I don't blame her because can you imagine, you know, like I feel like there's probably some parts of her that hate Isabel and some parts that have this like, you know, spit sister vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and... um. You know, and then, then sometimes I think she thinks, oh, you know, we've just left. She, they go to the UK. They basically teach Izzy how to be a parent the yeah. whole time they're there. Then they leave. And probably on the way home she thinks she's got it this mm. time. She's going to be a good mum. She's the understudy for Libby. Yeah. When when our hot man's daughter's not around, we've got 
easy. Another thing, I don't know if this um, was shown in the UK, but the one of the little um, teasers for next week said, this man will be your grandpa. And then they put Paul, Paul that's a little bit insulting to Jimmy. <laughs> He's already your grandpa. <laughs> they forgot about him too. Yeah, well, Jimmy does long stints at that camp. Yeah, he does. Those chess tournaments take a long time. And technically his name's G-Dad. Yeah. But but still, yeah. They're sharing a bed for a millionaire. Like, can't they get a second room? Or just shift the single beds apart. Yeah. I mean, most people, like, oh, anyway. Xanthi should be all over that in her um, room service. Speaking of Xanthi, she's going to have a long-distance relationship. Yeah, that'll last four days. Yeah, because he's never coming back. Is that what's going on? Yeah, he got a job overseas already. Oh, did he? What's he going to do? He's going to do some sitcom pilot. Oh. Like NBC. Wow. Yeah. So how long, how many days do you give them? Long Um, distance? uh, Until the next, um, she'll go and see him on the school holidays Mm -hmm. and go. Mm -hmm. Like we won't see her and that's probably when she's auditioning for her sitcom. Yeah. and then you come back and they will have decided. I just want to say, Lily, if you're listening, like, just take your time. I know everyone's very excited because Margot got nominated for the Oscar. She didn't get it, but well done anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, take your time. Keep up with your acting classes. Keep talking to Colette. Just keep your head on your shoulders. Keep saving your money. Like, there's no hurry. Mm-hmm. No one's putting a timer on you. Olympia's hightailed it out of there, but just you do you. Yes. You've got all the time in the world. Do some theatre. I think that sounds like a great idea. We, we've we got your back. Just do, like do any show, not Teen Mum, but do anything else. Yeah. Nobody's going to run out of seats on the Margot train. It's going to stop all stations. That train's been going for ages. Yeah. Nicole Kidman was on that train. <laughs> so just you just go at your own pace. Yeah. Don't worry about Ben. Don't worry about anybody. I'm pretty excited though that he's going to do a sitcom. Yeah, it's going to be cute. Um, do we know who the producer of it is? No, nah, well, I'll send you some links. I, like, I mean, I obviously haven't been involved with the internet for a while. <laughs> um, but look, there's no hurry because that could bomb. And then where's he going to be? Um, in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> having a great time eating their burgers and fries. Yeah, awesome. And he's a musician, isn't he? I, isn't that his one true love? Don't you love when a, like, a celebrity says things like that? Like, actually, music was always my one true love. Yeah, mechanicing yeah. is Aww. just... And I learned from listening to the podcast last week that um, Aaron Down the Mines was an electrician before he was a actor. From you and Kate told me this. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that either. Well, Kate knew it. Yeah. I mean, and it's probably true. And can you imagine if you were at home and that person came to do your electrics? <laughs> Whoa. It's like every time I see a fire truck, I'm like, I wonder if there's hot firemen in there. Yeah. But they never are. Yeah, and it's wrong because, like, the female equivalent, we would both bite the heads off the man saying that. Of course. Yeah. But the status is different. The power dynamic is different. And I want to have a shout out to my roof plumber that came this week, who was a total Amy. Oh, yes. She was awesome. So I had two roof plumbers come, a man and a girl. Mm. And the girl was a lot more communicative. And she spoke a little bit like Amy. Fantastic. And I enjoyed it. Well, Jizzy Hoyland, one more week. We don't know how that's all going to pan out. Do you think she's going to be pregnant? Um, I accidentally saw some spoilers, oh. so I won't say either way. Okay, you can tell me when we stop recording. Okay, but I have really enjoyed having her around again. Yeah. So here's the thing. This has all happened over a weekend, like Susan's birthday party, everything. We're recording on a weekend. People, when I go back to work on Monday, people are like, what did you do on the weekend? Common mm-hmm. question. And I'll usually go, oh, I recorded the pod. I'm going to go visit a friend. She's just had a baby. Uh, I'll probably clean the house. You know, not much. 
chill, you know? Yeah. Ellie goes back to work on Monday. What'd you do, Ellie, over the weekend? Okay, well, it was my auntie's birthday. Yeah, we're going to have a little thing at the pub. Yeah, and then um, her, my uncle's ex turns up and we find out that she's stolen his sperm sample from the hospital fridge uh, right next to, you know, David's leftover lasagna or whatever. And then she's put it up herself and now there might be Jizzy, Hoyland, yeah. on the boil. Then I found a pregnancy test. In the handbags. Yeah, uh, like minutes after she found out that sperm was stolen. Yeah, and so obviously I had to ask every woman I know a very personal question about their bedroom habits. And And there was extras there. Did she ring them up? Don't think I didn't hear Taraja's little jab at extras, which was brilliant. I They just want to get on camera and they're ruining takes. (laughs) Turns out... uh, yeah, it wasn't um, my uncle's ex. It was, you know, my neighbour. She's knocked up. So I've spilled this secret to um, everyone far too early in proceedings mm. and probably ruined their lives, you know. And um, so, But we had some great finger food. I mean, it was really good because Carl got the premium package. Did you notice <laughs> Yeah, and you know what, what, you reckon, what do you reckon the Waterhole's premium package finger food is? Like a little... Um, Boxes of mini stir fry. Oh yeah, the little um, the, the little Chinese food takeout boxes, yeah. but the miniature ones. Yeah. Maybe with the mini hamburgers. Yeah, little sliders. Yeah, little sliders, but they wouldn't be called sliders. Remember, ten years ago, before we knew that word, and we just called them mini hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I can't remember the actual name of the dish, but it's like lettuce. With the meat in it. Sancho bao. Yeah. I think maybe maybe a serve of that. Yeah, and mixed cuisines. Mm. So sliders and sancho bao. Yeah. When Ellie told Carl that she got the premium package, she 100% thought she was going to have to pay for that. She was a bit nervous. Yeah. Right? And Carl's like, yeah, fine, whatever. I was about to have someone else's child. Yeah. Whatever party she wants. Yeah. Yeah. So I just really think it's been an eventful weekend and I think about that staff room chat on Monday. And you know what the worst part about that staff room chat is? She's talking about her boss. Yeah. Who she lives with. Yeah. That's her auntie. Cool. Um, I just, you know, I just went out for brunch. Yeah. But your story's better. Like pretty much if someone says to me, what did you do on the weekend? I go play group podcasts and swimming. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening to this little Nabite. We'll be back with a full length episode next week with a special guest who's going to talk women's footy, AFLW. That'll be a good one to listen to. Particularly... um, our English friends who may not really know much about football. Yeah, or, yeah. or your um, non-jock friends like me who um, – I've only ever been to one footy match. Oh, really? Who, yeah. who played who? It was an AFLW match. It was last year and yeah. it was Collingwood versus I think – what's the team with the orange? Our Gold Coast Suns. No, the other one. Is it GWS? Great, uh, yeah. Sydney? Yeah. Sid- to me, West. those two teams are blended together. Okay. Yeah. The Sydney one and Greater West Sydney, GWS. And this week's the preliminary final. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's exciting. And did you pick a team for the AWE, whatever? Not yet. (laughs) I think I'm leaning towards the Bulldogs. Okay. That's very artist of you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But I haven't. The underdog. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe I'll find out what Yashvi's going to play for. Yeah. Um, I was saying before that I don't have a team. In the women's competition. CJ follows Toadie's team, the Bombers. Yeah, we haven't been allowed to have a team because we've got our own problems. <laughs> um, but we've got a team, but they're not allowed to play, much yeah. like our men's team. <laughs> and um, uh, But no, and there's some lovely um, girls. I don't, know their, I don't know their personalities, but they're children of players that I've watched. <gasps> oh, how fun. 
Um, That's so, delightful. Yeah. So at very least it's a great PR move. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a team. Yeah. So, so we'll, I need to pick one. We'll see who Yashvi's playing with. We'll talk to our friend, new friend next week. Find Neighbours on Spotify. Yeah. Let us know if you've given it a go and how that experience is for you. Uh, still time to vote for us in the AustralianPodcastAwards.com. People's vote. Join up. Give us a thumbs up. Look for Neighbours on there. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Say hi, Neighbours and all the socials. And I'm Vaya Pashos. I'm CJ. CJ is because I am pink. I, that's, that's what I am. Yep. yep. And we'll catch you soon. Bye. Bye.